This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast, where men come to get over themselves so they can get to the next level for their health, wealth, and relationships in ways we never thought possible before, doing it together as one. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wright. Whew, man. Another week in the books. Hey, so I want to talk about something with you guys, and and maybe you can relate to this, maybe you can't. We're going to talk about surrender. We're going to talk about control. We're going to talk about how the more things we try to control, the less control we end up having. Sound familiar? Strike a chord? Hit home? All the above? Well, keep listening. If not, hell, keep listening. You might actually find something to relate to. Or maybe somebody you know that needs to hear it. If that's the case, share it out. Share the podcast with them. Share it out on social media. I'm not going to nitpick and micromanage what to do. Remember, I don't have control over you. I can't lose any sleep over it. You don't want to share it. You don't have to share it. If you do, that's your choice. If you don't, that's your choice. All I can do is put out what I put out, right? See, teasing you guys a little bit into the content of the episode. I'm guilty of this. I have been for a long time. And it's only really been until recently where I felt like I was extremely consistent with being able to practice this. Because historically... You know, I, I felt this need to try and control everything that was happening in my life. Not necessarily people. You know, I never thought of myself as intentionally trying to control others. I think when it came to other people, the things I wanted to try and control was my uh, perception of the dynamics of how myself and, and that other person or those other people interacted with each other. Does that make sense? I wanted to feel like I could do whatever was possible to make sure that things would end up in the ideal situation, okay? I didn't want them to to feel like they were being told what to do. I didn't want them to feel like they were being uh, controlled or micromanaged. I wanted them to, if if I wanted them to do something that I preferred, I wanted to try and do it in a way that it almost seemed like if I presented enough evidence, you know, that maybe they would come around in my way of thinking without me having to tell them that, you know, and, that, and when you think about it that way, that's deceptive. You know, whether that was the intention or not, it was deceptive. And it's a, um, you know, it's just a, a, a marker of somebody who wants to control things. Somebody who has issues with control, they want to, even if it's not in a an aspect of wanting to try and just have power, you know, or control people, I think more than anything, it's wanting to, uh, in some people, figure out how to feel like things are more predictable or more comfortable or more safe, you know, where there's less threats. 
all these are survival and coping mechanisms, right? So, um, uh, I've, I've learned where it came back from or, or where it all stemmed. And that was, again, like it all kind of stems from childhood and, and parents, whether they know it or not, uh, create stable, unstable, uh, violent, nonviolent, um, erratic or really calm environments, you know, and, um, and especially in the case of, say, like a really nasty, like really nasty divorce, um, you know, as a kid, right? Especially as a young kid, right? I was, I was five. But when you're that young, you keep thinking that like, I could have done this or I could have done better. I should have done more. And little do you know that like somehow, for some reason that sticks with you. You know, it sounds crazy, but it does. And so, you know, kind of as a, a coping mechanism, survival strategy, which was useful then, right? But then as I got older, I realized like this is actually harming me <laughs> and my own mental well-being, my emotional well-being, my my business endeavors, my relationships. And it was no longer serving me. Right. So how do you undo all that programming, all that way that you've been hardwired, you know, just through your circumstances? And so that was the that was really the the tipping point was seeing that difference between what would life look like if I kept on trying to feel like I could influence the outcome of everything that was happening in my life, or why don't I try out this whole like surrendering and trust the bigger plan thing? Okay. Who else has ever found themselves guilty of that? You know, you're trying to control everything. You think that if you can do more for somebody, then they'll do more of what you want. Or if you think you can tell them you know, what you'd want more of, then that will influence them. Or if you express yourself enough, then all of a sudden they'll want to feel bad about what they've done to the point where they just want to change everything around and, and do everything that pleases you. Of course, I'm speaking in extremes, but it's not too far off base, right? Like, you know, you've probably thought it before, whether intentionally or unintentionally, like your brain's gone there. Okay. Let's just be real about it. I've had staff members I've worked with, coworkers, employees, all the above, people that I felt like, all right, well, if I if I come in, you know, kind of as, as somebody that's to be respected and admired, then they'll just naturally want to do things that can help make my life easier, you know? Or if that didn't work, then I would try... Well, if I just come in heavy handed, you know, and, and almost kind of rule out of fear or intimidation, maybe then that will be the, the motivating factor for them. Nope. Again, that was me all just kind of like leaning into what I thought I should be able to control in the behavior of others and the actions of others versus, dude, why didn't I just take the time to talk to them, learn how they communicate best, how they understand best, how they learn best and work best. And then adapt my ways 
right? Surrendering my temptation to try and control everything. And it's a, it was an ego thing, right? Like, so if I could influence this, then I can take the credit for when it goes well. You know, likewise, in my experience, I was also pretty um, aware of the fact that I should also take responsibility if it doesn't go well, you know, so I should take the blame. You don't want to be like, oh, I want uh, credit for all the responsibility or for all the success. And I want to take zero credit for any of the part that I played in the, the failure of it. I didn't want to operate that way. Like I wanted to, I wanted, I felt like, you know what, if I'm the dude that wants the ball as time's expiring and I want to take the last shot, then I want to be able to go down, make or miss, and own it. So, but learning how to communicate with, with others and understand others and make it more about them than about me, that's where it started to, to kind of make the difference. Now, it's a whole other thing when you start carrying that over into personal relationships, right? Because those are more personal. They're more vulnerable. They're more uh, susceptible to to pain. Okay. And, uh, to feeling like, dude, they can really screw me over. It's different than work. Like you can get screwed over, you know, via, uh, culture, reputation, financially, like you can always get that stuff back. But for some reason we have this mindset of dude, like if they hurt me, like emotionally, then I can't get that back. Okay, and so what do we do? We tend to flip over into this, I, well, I, I can control this, you know? If I did more of this, if I said more of that, if I performed in this way, you know, then everything should be fine, right? And little do we know, maybe we don't see it in the moment, but in retrospect, we can look back. And do it enough times to where we can see it more in the present moment and kind of turn away from this temptation or this pattern. But to see that the more I try to control, the less I really have control over anything. Because the more you try to control something, what ends up happening? Usually it's the opposite of the intended effect or outcome. Right? So somebody seems like, you know, they're starting to lose a little bit of interest in you as a friend, as a partner, whatever. What's that instinct? Okay. Cause I've had them all. I'll tell you what I've had. I've had the instinct to, well, you know what? Fuck them. <laughs> they want to play this game. I'll play it too. Right. Ego pride. You're not going to hurt me. I'm going to hurt you emotionally. Of course, not physically. All right. Lover, not a fighter. I well, as a fighter, but it's, only with fighting dudes that felt like they needed their ass kicked. But that's another story for another day. Uh, good old college. So that was that was kind of the, the mentality of it, okay? Or the mentality was, all right, well, if they're withdrawing in some way, if I pursue harder, then they'll respect that. And then they'll see that this is something that, that I really want and they should want it too and blah, blah, blah. Okay, doesn't work out that way, right? People want to leave, let them leave, period. And I'm talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to you. 
if people want to leave, let them leave. Seriously, let them. What it, like what is it going to do for you by trying to persuade them to stay, right? Because here's what happens: the psychology of it is once somebody's mind is made up on something, it's next to impossible to try and change it back. All right. And, and guys, like if it's a lady, she's seeming like she's lost interest. That means she's lost attraction to you. Something's happened where she's no longer interested in being attracted to you. So how many, you know, how many ways could that have gone wrong? Right. Maybe you lost your individuality. Maybe you lost your identity. Maybe you lost your interest in having your own life. Right? Maybe you stopped taking care of yourself. You stopped working out. You stopped eating right. You stopped wanting to try to do more in terms of leaving an impact and a legacy and creating something, right? Like creating something is powerful. That sense of feeling like you're working towards building something. Guys, think about it. That's probably why she fell for you in the first place. And then you've thrown it away because you've, gotten this tunnel vision on how can I keep her around? Usually you're just giving her a faster path to the door. <laughs> if they want to leave, let them leave. Okay. It's so much better to know that You've done all you could to honor yourself, but also understand that I don't want to control you. I don't. And, and it's crazy because like I, I have read a lot um, and, I, and I've had to think about this a lot too. Like think about it if you're, if you're a spiritual person, right? Think about it this way, right? So there's, there's God. Okay, and he's created all of us, right? And if you all have kids, maybe you can relate to this better than I can right now, but they've created these children, right? And there's a vast majority of them that want nothing to do with you, okay? Like pretend you're in God's shoes. How does that make you feel? Knowing that you've had the ability, right, to be able to exert some sort of control over them to where they couldn't have the choice. But you saw it as, you know what, I care about the bigger picture and I care about them so much that I need them to figure it out for themselves. All I can do is show up and be God and do what God does and not deviate from that plan. And if that's still not enough for them, then they have the right and the freedom, okay, to be able to do that. And it's going to hurt, right? It's going to hurt. This isn't saying that you have to just be some, like, ignorant, um, unintentional, absent, disrespectful, shitty partner, okay? That's not That's not the point here. Don't read into that. If you are, like, stop listening to me. Go to some other podcast. Um, 
This is saying that like, you know what? I showed up and I felt like I did what I could. There's always room for improvement, guys. Like there's always, we could always try and, and be a little bit more aware of some of our blind spots. But for the most part, just focus on showing up and being a really committed person to growth and and vulnerability and authenticity and being able to share what you're excited about, what you're scared about, what you're freaking terrified about, what you're really vulnerable about, emotional about, all that stuff. Show up and do that. And then like if there's somebody in your if it's a friend, if it's a relative even, if that's still not enough for them to want to respect you by wanting to spend time with you and stick around with you and build something with you, let them go. <laughs> because the more you try to control that, the faster you're pushing them away. If it's meant to be, they come back. You all figure it out. If it's either way, it's meant to be, right? Either they're meant to leave or they're meant to stay or they're meant to come back. They need that experience just like you need that experience. So we talked about exercising control over your career, right? At work. We talked about it in relationships. We can talk about your health, but it, health can be a, a tricky thing because it can, it can be a lot more directly proportional effort in equals results out. Okay. But we'll put it this way, right? If you're trying to be really rigid and really strict and inflexible with your approach to how you feel like healthy should look for you. And you think that, well, I've just got to try and exhaust all options here to try and make sure I can keep doing it the way I want to do. That's you trying to control maybe some things you don't have control over. So what can you control? You can control how consistent you are. You can control how much you're able to move your body in some format on a consistent basis. You're able to control what you put in your mouth when you're eating, what you drink, how often you do those things. You can control all that stuff. But some guys can take it too far, right? And just really push, really try to overdo it when it's like, hey, this current piece of equipment's no longer built for that type of job. It's been repurposed now. It's a little bit older fashion. So now we got to figure out a new way to make sure it is maintained and in tip-top shape. Okay? That doesn't mean being 60 and trying to do what you're doing when you're 20 and just keep trying to beat your head up against the wall until you're able to do it because it's not going to end well for you. Stop trying to control it. Surrender to aging. Surrender to growth. Surrender to change. And find a way to adapt. Okay? So guys, the moral of this this lesson is, and it, it, I'm telling you, this is me speaking to Jason in the past, present, or future. And I realize there's a lot of me's out there. Okay, so I hope it I hope it hits home the way it does for me. The more you try to control things, the less control you have over anything. So surrender. There's a greater plan. Pray for patience. Pray for understanding. Pray to surrender it. Give it to God. There's a there's a, a great sense of freedom and a weight lifted from your shoulders, in my experience anyway, 
when you just let go of it and say, you know what? I can only do what you've put me here to do. You're in control of the outcome. Just keep me open with the wisdom and discernment needed to make sure that I'm doing my part. Period. That's it. So guys, you can't control other people, right? If somebody wrongs you, what what good does just continually shaming them, rubbing it in their face, bringing it up to them, telling them how much it hurt you or bothered you, begging them to change, how much is that going to make them do anything different? So what do you do? You work on you. You focus on you. How do you recover from what happened? What can you do better? What can you do differently in a future situation? Their ability to change or, or modify or apologize or, or whatever, that's up to them. And if it seems like that no longer aligns with what you want in your life, then be ready to let it go. Surrender. Surrender to the change. All right, guys. Well, that's it. I appreciate you all tuning in to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. Ask if you can. You'll hear it on the outro again. But if this hits home, please share it on social media and, and give me a tag so I know that you're listening to it, that you like it. Leave a review. You know, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to it, Anchor. This episode is brought to you by Anchor. I mean, it really is. So anyway... <laughs> Love you guys. That's it for this week. I hope um, I hope something was able to to hit home with at least one listener when it comes to to control and just learning to surrender because it's um, it's never easy to do. But man, once you're like mindful enough to be able to catch yourself trying to freak out internally, trying to exert some control over a situation that you shouldn't be trying to control anyway, and you can step back and surrender. I'm telling you, man, it's it's pretty amazing. It'll it'll change your life for real. So anyway, fellas, until next week, I'm your host, Jason Wright. Let's go be better, man. So that's it for this episode of Becoming a Better Man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, please post on your social media platforms what your takeaway was from this episode, as well as taking a screenshot with the tag becoming a better man. So that way we can help spread the word on Instagram and Facebook and help get more men aligned with their purpose, trying to become better every day for themselves, their communities, and their families. 